0: Welcome to Opening the Door podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. So today I'm just bringing you a solo episode. This is all about the ego versus the intuition. One thing that has been mentioned in every episode so far is this idea of the ego and the intuition. We've alluded to the difference between the two and talked a lot about how the ego can hold us back, tell us we're not good enough, and things like that on and on. And it's been really been alluded to in every single episode by myself, by guests, and and all of that. So I figured it's a great time to just do an episode and really help people understand how to discern between the two and how I started to discern between the two. So I thought doing an episode dedicated to this topic made a lot of sense and is a great building block for accessing your intuition. It's one of the first things I started doing that I feel really helped me open up hear myself and hear my guides and I totally need to give credit to the psychic teachers podcast at some point they did an episode that inspired me to start asking the really simple question ego or intuition and it helped me so much and I hope this episode is helpful to you too first let's just start out with defining the ego Searching the internet, you'll find a lot of different kinds of definitions for the ego, spiritual definitions, psychological, psychology definitions, and so on. And I really like this definition from the book, Meet Your Soul by Elisa Romeo. If you haven't read it, it's such a fantastic read. I would read the whole chapter about the ego (laughs) if I could, but I'm just going to provide this definition because I think it's really fantastic. And the book overall is fantastic. I'll link it in the show notes too. So this definition is... The ego is who you think you are. The ego relies on being seen. It is always searching for identity. It appreciates approval. The ego looks for categories and classifications that make its specialness obvious and clear. So, there's one definition. And another easy definition, just from like dictionary.com, which is just the ego is the person's self esteem and self importance. Everybody has an ego. It's part of who we are naturally. The problem really begins when your ego is the one that's steering the ship, the one that's making your decisions for you or what you're basing your decisions off of. I'm not talking about it like it's separate from you. The ego is part of you. Um, But if it gets like overinflated, That's that's the problem when you sort of start only basing your decisions on what the ego part of you is saying, what you're hearing from that part of you. Once it gets overinflated, it just becomes an issue and it gets overinflated because it's just what you might continue to listen to. So you're just giving that voice a lot of power and it tends to drown out the intuition because frankly, it can just be louder sometimes quieter, calmer evened tone that your intuition is probably taking and that's why it's easier to listen to your ego sometimes. An overinflated ego can look really different for everybody. So some people's ego works in a more fear-based way. That's how mine works. And some people's ego work in a more armor-based way. That's the best way I could describe it is like that sort of typical when, when we look at somebody and say like, oh, they have a big ego. You know, typically it's like that sort of mindset that's like, I'm so great, I'm the best, stuff like that. So that's sort of like the typical way that you hear like sort of the mainstream talk about the ego is that sort of overinflated sense of self, amazing sense of self, but it can also go the absolute opposite way, where if your ego is fear-based or and really inflated, it can it can look totally opposite. So it can look like, I don't deserve anything. Why do I think I can do this? Just like very down on yourself phrases and words. So it can really go on either side of that spectrum and anywhere in between. Those are sort of the most two types of ego that I feel like we usually run into. But obviously, it's personal to everybody, just like everybody's soul is personal to their own self. So first goal is to just sort of start to recognize what your own ego sounds like. The ego comes from a good place. It wants to keep you safe. It wants you to be comfortable, it wants you to be confident, and that's where that armor comes from, like either way. So like that sort of fear-based ego is wanting you to stay comfortable, keeps you from feeling rejection and stuff like that. So it does come from a good place. It wants to keep you safe. It wants you to be comfortable. But a lot of the time when our ego wants us to stay in one place because we're comfortable or we're worried what others will think of us if we show our true selves, it's really holding us back from a whole lot of growth and great opportunities. So that's why it's so, so important to start to try and hear what your ego is talking about and what is your intuition talking So hearing and discerning, I think discernment is such a good word for spiritual work in general, but also this as well, just being able to tell off the bat. My favorite way to describe the ego is that a lot of the time it can sound like it's kicking and screaming and mean. So it's sort of like, to me, the image of it is it's very frantic. It's kicking and screaming. It doesn't want any change. So for example, you might want to leave your job or you had a really cool job opportunity come up for you. That could seem like a risk to your ego either way. So you'll hear things like, why do you think you could do that job? Or change is hard and you're not ready. What if it turns out worse than the job that you currently have now? And while some of those questions might be valid, and you know, you can logically look into some of those questions, really, they're all coming from a place of fear. And that's where that franticness sort of comes into so and all that type of stuff so yeah your ego like I've noticed my ego lately comes up with a million weird little excuses and like that's how you can start to recognize are these things that I'm asking myself do they make sense or is this just my ego trying to protect me and I think that's like a good way to think of it too is keeping your ego in a light that you know that it is for your protection instead of trying to like completely stamp it out Um, Because it is part of you. So now that we kind of have the idea and the definition of the ego and what it might sound like to you, let's talk a little bit about the intuition. So in episode two of the podcast, Anthony mentioned that the intuition's answer and voice doesn't change. And I love that. And I totally agree. Your intuition will be consistent. It's not really going to change the answer. It's not, you know, you, I'm sure you listening have had the experience where you're worried about a situation, you're in a situation, like something's going wrong and you're just underneath That ego, you really know, and that is your intuition that gut reaction. Like, you really know, and you're probably hearing either the same phrase or you're getting the same feeling. And it probably feels a little bit lighter than the ego, um, just because the ego can really strong arm you into (laughs) lots of different thoughts. So, your intuition is going to sound so calm and loving, even if the answer is difficult. It's going to feel calm. It's going to feel like it's coming from a loving place and not a fear-based, angry, frantic, frenetic place. And really, once you start to recognize the difference, it really starts to become pretty obvious. So I think journaling can help with this a little bit. If you are having trouble sort of hearing your own voice and your two different voices, I think you can sort of go through your day, especially if you're going through a hard time with like transition or with somebody in your life, like going through your day and journaling it out. Like what, what were my thoughts today? And how did they sound? And I think once you start to do that, it does become pretty obvious pretty quickly, which is awesome because it's a great thing to be able to discern quickly. I also love this easy way to start to recognize your intuition. This is from the book The Gift by Echo Bodine, and it says, intuition does not have any emotion attached to it. It simply gives us information. That's another thing that can make it really easy is like, is this voice, like this question or this thing that I'm hearing right now, is this an answer or is this just like a fear based question? Like, what will everybody think of me? Or like, that's just your fear ego talking when things like that come up. Intuition is much, mine sounds much softer, much calmer than my main ways I can tell them apart. So I'm going to read that again because I just think it's so good. Intuition does not have any emotion attached to it. It simply gives us information. Is it information? If not, it's probably not your intuition. And I think that's another reason why the intuition sounds so calm is because it doesn't have the, the emotion that the ego tries to play off of to keep you safe. So it's just the information and that is it. So the super easy thing that I started doing pretty much every day to start to get to know these two voices and their differences were this. Whenever a thought popped into my head about work, about life, about any situation I was in where I wasn't quite sure what to do or where it was going, you know, just like general life stuff, I just simply started to pause after these thoughts and just ask myself, ego or intuition it's the shortest sentence it's three words and then i started using what i knew about the two so the stuff that we just discussed you know right before this about what they sound like the differences to answer that question in real time so as soon as i recognized it for whichever one it was i just moved on with my day i really love this tactic because it's something that you can just do on the fly you don't need a journal you don't need to go into a meditation all you need is your own brain and your own discernment. And that's where like that discernment comes from you knowing those two voices. So because I was doing this exercise every day, but it is a great practice that I do come back to when I feel like my ego is starting to get a little bit overinflated or I just sort of start having more fear-based ego thoughts. It's like, oh, okay, this is happening a lot more. Like I wonder why. And also it's like, okay, I need to put you know, my ego and check a little bit here. So lately I've been having a bit of a time with my ego and since starting the podcast and the Instagram. I think I can safely say a lot of us deal with the ego when it comes to showing up as our full authentic selves on social media. And something I've noticed about my own ego lately, which has always been a fear-based ego, like I mentioned before, is that its arguments just don't really make sense. (laughs) Like the worries that the ego will tell you to think about usually just don't really matter that much. Like when you step away from what the ego is asking you to observe, it's just like, oh, it doesn't really matter. And it doesn't really make sense. And I will say my ego, my fear-based ego has kept me in some situations and friendships specifically that were really unhealthy and terrible for me. (laughs) The ego doesn't want you to rock the boat it doesn't want you to have the uncomfortable conversation because what if things change or doesn't want you to leave the situation because you know like how will you deal with it and and all of that stuff so yeah sometimes the ego can be really powerful and really good at stopping us from growing and making those difficult decisions and having those difficult conversations and that's why starting to ask this question ego or intuition can be so so powerful like in those situations i knew what i really had to do but i was just like it completely ignored my intuition because of those feelings of I don't want things to change or I'm too afraid of things that will change. I'm too afraid to have this conversation. Anybody listening at any age, this is so important. But I would say even the younger you are, the more important this is. Obviously, it's important at any time. But if I had had this tool, whenever that time was when I was younger, it probably like things probably would have been better faster. <laughs> so um just using this tool is so easy as I said you can just do it within your own mind and it doesn't have to be a whole ritual where you're sitting down and lighting a candle and writing in your journal and meditating like it's really just thinking oh I could never have that job because I'm not good enough is that ego or intuition and that sounds to me a lot like ego And the other thing I will say about these two differences is sometimes the intuition, like I said, like you really don't want to listen to it because you don't want to rock the boat or move on or like do the things that you need to do. And I will say like the intuition sometimes can sound afraid or it can sound like an answer that you're like, oh, no, it can't be. I don't want that to be. And then that's like that's your ego's take on your intuition so it gets a little trippy in there but just remembering like doing this every day or just often throughout the week really opened me up to my intuition because I was giving it more room to speak to me and more room for me to hear it. It helped me quiet my mind a little bit more throughout the day because I wasn't letting my ego run wild with every little scenario anymore. I was just asking the question yes or no, ego or intuition, ego, okay, I also think it really signaled to my guides and to the universe in general that I was ready to listen and ready to open up to that type of energy. And when it's a healthy size that's not overtaking your whole life and steering the ship or steering the car, it can work with your intuition and really take you to amazing places. Do I think I have found the perfect balance of my ego and my intuition? Probably not. I think it takes a lot of work, but I think it's also really important to find that balance and it's something that we should all you know, look to do. I will plug that book again, Meet Your Soul by Lisa Romeo is really good for that. And it's also a really good deep dive into meeting your own self and hearing your own self. So I will link that book in the show notes and also The Gift, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, because they're both just such good sort of beginning books to sort of this work and opening up to hearing yourself and hearing um, the important stuff. So That's my sweet little episode about the ego and the intuition. I hope this is helpful, and I'm sure this topic will still come up in episodes down the line, and I hope that this episode helps you recognize and discern between your own ego and your own intuition, and I encourage you to take a little bit bit of time throughout your day and just think about your ego and what it sounds like to you because, as, as I said, it's really specific to you and yourself. And that will help you begin to recognize it. Just start asking that simple question, ego or intuition, once you know your ego's voice. Or, you know, even asking the question just helps you get to know the voice too. Like, I feel like I know my ego's voice so well because I've asked the question so many times. So ask it a few times throughout your day, especially if you're like going through a tough time right now, going through a time of... A lot of fear or a lot of transition or anything like that is a great time to start asking that because it's going to help you quiet the mind and access your intuition, access your guides, and let them know that you're ready to hear. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want more from Opening the Door podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Opening the Door podcast. And remember, don't be afraid to open your door.